Red's Room Podcast. Listen to Red and Jake dive into topics spanning history, religion, philosophy, and conspiracies. New episodes available weekly on all major podcast networks, YouTube, and Spotify. Or visit them at redsroompodcast.com. That is redsroompodcast.com. million dollar speeding ticket <laughs> surprised a Georgia man before officials clarified the situation. Yeah, you heard that right. A Georgia man was left reeling after receiving a $1.4 million speeding ticket, <laughs> but city officials say the figure was just a placeholder, not the actual fine. What a placeholder, guys. Fucking brilliant move there. If you want to cut down on customer complaints and phone calls, maybe... You should just put a dash there or a dollar sign, something. Because, you know, we don't like that kind of thing. Constant phone calls, people complaining. A placeholder? Jeez, what is wrong with you? A Georgia man was left re- <laughs> Yeah. Connor Cato tells WSAV-TV in Savannah that he received the citation after getting pulled over in September for driving, driving 90 miles an hour in a 55. Jeez. <laughs> but 1.4 million? I don't know. He called the court thinking the figure was a typo, but he said he was told he either had to pay it or appear in court in December because, you know, of course, the receptionist at the courthouse doesn't don't know a fucking thing. Savannah officials say anyone caught driving more than 35 miles an hour above the speed limit has to appear in court where a judge will determine the actual fine. The figure Cato received reflected a placeholder... <laughs> that just blows my mind. That was automatically generated by e-citation software, of course, used by the local recorder's court, said the Savannah City government representative. The actual fine cannot exceed $1,000 in addition to state-mandated costs. Quote, We do not issue that placeholder as a threat to scare anybody into court, even if the person... Okay, that's bullshit. Just the fact that you pointed it out... <laughs> It makes a lot of sense now. We do not issue that placeholder as a threat to scare anybody into court. Oh, really? Even if this person heard differently from somebody in our organization. <laughs> uh, you know what would have been a better thing to say to the Associated Press? Uh, we totally don't issue that really big placeholder to scare anybody into going court, even though it totally looks like that, man. If you had said those words then that would have been more believable, actually, than what you actually said. He added that the court is currently working on adjusting the placeholder language to avoid any confusion. Oh, that's a load of shit. You guys knew what you were doing. $1.4 million speeding ticket. Yeah, scare people into going to court. Why is there a placeholder amount on there anyway? <laughs> My God. <laughs> Jeez. Quota time of the month. It's uh, People are driving safer nowadays. Hmm. Slim Pickens out there. Anyway, welcome to No Disclosure. This podcast is brought to you by Spotify, Asylum 817 Productions, and DistroKid. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's happening in the world, and based like fine, expensive turkeys in the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. This is from Indy100.com. 
A mom chokes to death while doing marshmallow challenge. What the hell is the marshmallow challenge? I'm starting to see these not as challenges. Anyway, I'm t are you smelling conspiracy here? I don't want to be that guy. Let me take off my tinfoil hat here. Now listen. Do you think sometimes, maybe, just maybe, that a lot of these challenges out there exist just to rid the world of naive people? Uh, doesn't it seem a little on purpose to you? Anyway, what the hell is this challenge anyway? What do you do? Set them on fire and just fucking <laughs> try to eat them while they're burning? Well, what's the deal? Huh? Well, you soak them in arsenic and see how many you can take before you die? Another challenge. Let me guess. TikTok has something to do with this, right? A mother appeared to choke to death while participating in a marshmallow challenge. I can't say marshmallow. Really? Natalie Buss, 37, an accountant and mother of two, was tasked with fitting as many marshmallows into her mouth see, as possible during a 60-second fundraising competition at her son's rugby club near Pontypridd. I can't say that. South Wales. I can say that. But she died after emergency services were unable to revive her when they were called. I'll say, oh boy, somebody's in deep shit. Wow. The DJ and everyone in the audience was counting as each marshmallow went into the mouth. And she died? Wow. She was laughing at the same time. It was like she sucked the marshmallows further in her mouth. One went right in her throat, lodged there. Damn. First aiders, wow. I'm looking at this right now. For Ford to help, someone said they had gone for the defibrillator on the wall at the school's opposite. Defibrillator ain't gonna fix that, dumbass. So you have somebody that is... I, I just, I don't know. I see a death that could have been prevented in more ways than one. But someone is doing a challenge where they try to stuff as many marshmallows down the cake hole as possible. And then they start going down for the count and they, some... Somebody went, defibrillator. <laughs> Maybe we should start teaching the Heimlich in schools again, huh? That's crazy. Tragic accident. Yeah, I agree. The club would not confirm what part bus had taken in the marshmallow challenge or who organized the contest. 37 years old, collapsed and died. Damn. That's, that's terrible. And again, you know, I do see a death that could have been prevented. Don't do any challenges. Like that, where you need to stuff things, as many things, into your mouth as possible. You're just asking, asking for trouble. And on top of that, when somebody's choking, that's what you think a defibrillator's for? <laughs> okay. <laughs> if someone that's fucking stupid should be charged with manslaughter, seriously. You let somebody die because you're so fucking dumb. And nobody else in the crowd went, hey, uh, maybe a defibrillator won't help somebody that's choking. That's from APNews.com. <laughs> Okay, Panama City, oh boy. <laughs> and the next story I look at, I see Panama City. I, I wonder what's going on in Florida today. Flight to Florida returns to Panama over a suspected bomb that turns out to be an adult diaper. What? <laughs> I, I've had some uh, BMs before. I've dropped some deuces that probably be can be considered bombs, but uh, or you need a bomb squad to remove. But uh, I, I wasn't near Panama this past weekend, I promise. Airport security at Panama City's Tucumán? I can't say stuff! International Airport on Friday searched a Copa airline flight bound for Tampa, Florida for a suspected bomb 
only to find an adult diaper. <laughs> How do you confuse the two? Like I said, I was nowhere near Panama City. The Boeing 737-800 landed around, that's a big plane, landed around 8.11 a.m. local time and moved to an isolated stretch of the tarmac where 144 passengers were taken off the plane. Panama's Civil Aeronautics Authority said, blah, blah, blidly boop boop boodly do. Anti-explosives team inspected the aircraft. Jose Castro. I like your name. Jose Castro. Ooh, yeah. Jose Castro. <laughs> I like singing it, too. Jose Castro. The head of the airport security team, sorry, said a suspicious object in one of the plane's bathrooms was found to be an adult diaper. Okay. They had it on a secure runway where police, you know, special explosives, canine units, special forces. So a canine unit. Okay. They were probably the ones that discovered what it was. <laughs> like, is it a bomb? I don't know. But one of the dogs is out back throwing up. And if you make a canine dog throw up, then I don't think it's a bomb. <laughs> I just don't get it. How do you confuse the two even for a second? Maybe what I was thinking before I read that article, what I was thinking was maybe they saw somebody on camera, you know, like maybe they, you know, uh, use the adult diaper for what it was for. I'm not judging because I'm about two steps away from fucking needing them myself. But, you know, maybe they tried to nonchalantly, you know, sacrifice the fucking diaper. You know how it goes. You know how it goes. You sacrifice the undergarments. You're like, no, there ain't no saving these. Especially if you're both, you know, supposed to go on a plane or whatever. Just, you know, one for the homies. And trying to nonchalantly throw it into the trash can. Or <laughs> That's probably what it was. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Everything in Florida is okay. Probably until the next article that we read about florida and we'll see what's really going on hopefully florida calms down this week you know what actually i hope you don't because florida you provide you provided so much joy on this show i appreciate it this is from cbc news black bear walks into a gas station bar takes a pack of gummy bears and leaves <laughs> of all the shit in there it takes gummy bears <laughs> i don't know why i think that's so funny the incident at the Vancouver Island store is just one among growing instances of bear encounters. Yeah, but it took a pack of gummy bears. <laughs> Tiny Tipton Gas Bar, Lake Cowichan on Vancouver Island. 92-kilometer drive northwest of Victoria, but they never expected a black bear to make it to the you know list of clientele, probably. Security camera said, yeah, it's, it's big, no. Security camera at <laughs> 6 a.m. this past Monday. Going through racks of chocolate bars before grabbing a 70-cent pack of gummy bears in his jaws and taking off without paying for shit. Didn't even pay. It's messed up, bear. Mr. Bear then went out to the parking lot and ate the damn things. <laughs> and you can see on the uh, camera footage, it's fucking hilarious. The guy working out the counter must really deal with a lot of shit. Either that or he hates his job because he's standing there drinking what looks to be coffee. Bear walks in, grabs gummy bears, walks the fuck out. Guy doesn't even flinch. <laughs> he's just like, oh, sup, bear? He thought it was cool, he said. The bear obviously had a sweet tooth. Yeah, you know, because bears totally won't rip your face off. If I see a bear, I'm fucking out. I'm out. I don't care if there's a counter or a piece of glass or whatever. I'm gone because it's a bear. But this guy didn't give a shit. He was just... <laughs> 
That's the funniest part about the whole CCTV video. Bear walks in, starts taking shit. He's just standing there going, yeah, I'm, I fucked my life. <laughs> it looks like me at work. Yeah. A lot of areas. Drought impacted those berry crops and natural food sources, so where do the bears go? To convenience stores. They're smart. They know where food is. Huh? They come into the urban areas. A lot of non-natural attractants. Uh, yeah, I just say bears are fucking smart. They know where to go. That'll be all right. But gummy bears? I was thinking... To- <laughs> I was going to make a joke, you know, but I was going to say, like, no, no, no he's, he's sitting at his den at home, you know, and the kids are going... Oh, come on. All these stories about Grandpa saying that humans make little candies that look like us. Like, oh, that's crazy. Humans are weird. That's not true. Like, I shit you not, it's real. I saw it once. Long time ago. And he goes out to prove it to the kids, you know. And then realizes, oh, these things smell really, really good. I'll just bring them the wrapper. That'll bring it home enough. (laughs) Just eats the shit out of the gummy bears. <laughs> it's funny, though. Of all the things in there, grabs gummy bears. Man caught... <laughs> okay, okay. Now, you you ready for the fucking... The, the, my, probably the best article I've ever read. <laughs> okay. This is from MLive.com. It's from Michigan. Dearborn Heights, Michigan. Man caught masturbating in public had meth and a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just whacked the microphone. He had meth and a cucumber. Jack it off in public. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> uh, a man accused of masturbating in public <laughs> allegedly have methamphetamines and a cucumber when he was arrested at Dearborn Heights. <laughs> Ooh, yes, cheeky. The 45-year-old Dearborn Heights man is one of three men who were seen (laughs) jerking his gherkin in the town within a week. What? What? The 45-year-old Dearborn Heights man is one of three men who were seen masturbating outside within a week. What are you guys doing over there? Dearborn, what's going on? (laughs) Did you guys... Do something? Did you build a new water treatment plant? Did a supervillain move into your town and you weren't quite sure if he was or not? There's some shit afoot. Three people caught masturbating outside within a week? Damn. I need to go to Dearborn. You guys, do you have like really hot chicks there or something? It's unclear what he was doing with the cucumber. (laughs) I have a couple ideas. But, uh, yeah, he had meth with him, too. Uh-huh. Facing charges of aggravated indecent exposure. Indecent exposure with a sexually delinquent person in possession of methamphetamines. Yeah. One of the other incidents happened on Sunday, October 1st. This is in close proximity. When a man was caught on video while whacking off in a blue Honda CRV. Well, at least he was in something. Not just outside. In the parking lot of OW Best Middle School. Oh, God. Middle school. Okay. He opened the car door, revealing that he was indeed fully nude. Oh, you're one of those guys. Okay. I know. I get it. I know some guys. Yeah. Some of you got to jack off completely naked. I get it. I get it. Some people, you know, just, yeah. Whatever your style is. But a middle school? Okay. On Monday, October 2nd, 
A man was seen masturbating while fully nude with the car door open at Heinz Park. There's something going on in your town, man. There's something going on. Police are investigating whether this is part of a social media challenge or other trend. <laughs> Could be. Could very well be, Mr. Policeman Face. Possibly. I would not put that past TikTok. I would not put that past the internet. I would not put that past bored middle-aged people who are using social media that teenagers use. It's pretty weird. But I would also investigate the town, too. I mean, that's that's just insane. Three, recently, in the same town. You don't see this happening anywhere else. So what kind of fucking social media trend is it? See, you gotta use your brains. I should be a detective. Detective Billy, come to kick your ass. I'd be the worst detective ever. Catch somebody jaywalking. Oh, were you jaywalking? Yeah, just give me a ticket. I'm gonna beat your ass. Right here. <laughs> Catch somebody speeding like two miles over the speed limit. Get out of the car. I'm going to beat your ass. Like everything is an ass beating offense. <laughs> oh, don't masturbate in public. Okay. And if you feel the need to, don't do it at a middle school. Maybe someone where there's somewhere where there's like not, you know, children. And uh, you know, you're going to end up on the news anyway. Best to leave the cucumber at home. Now, a really awesome piece of news. This is from Miami. Miami. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. Uh, it's our second Florida thing on this episode. Second one. Homicidal Winnie the Pooh movie shown to Miami Springs school children. That just shows how fucking clueless the school system is. They're so fucking dumb. They just see the, oh, it says Winnie the Pooh on there. Should be okay. And they don't see it's like the scariest depiction of Winnie the Pooh ever. And, you know, this was a... Who doesn't know about this movie? Winnie the Pooh went on a murderous rampage in view of all the fourth graders. Aren't there, like, tits in that movie, too? Counseling was offered to fourth grade students. Oh, my God. Her stupid ass should be fired. Showed them a slasher flick depicting Winnie the Pooh and Piglet on a murderous rampage. You know what I'm talking about. Blood and Honey. The once lovable honey-obsessed bear turns feral after his bestie Christopher Robin leaves for college. Enraged by Robin's abandonment, Pooh and Piglet develop a seething hatred for humanity and go on feature-length killing spree. And this dumbass showed it to her whole fucking class. Oh my god. How did someone this stupid become a teacher? You didn't know about this? You didn't even look at the cover or look at the back cover? Just do about eight seconds of research? My God. And then you traumatized all these poor kids. CBS News Miami. Parent Michelle Diaz said her twins were traumatized after watching the movie in class on October 2nd. That's great. You just fucked up Winnie the Pooh for them forever. That's one of my that's, that's one of my favorite movies from childhood. One of my favorite moments from childhood. My favorite things from childhood. I got a tattoo of Winnie the Pooh, motherfucker. You know, I do. I'm serious. The movie was shown for 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, thank God they didn't see the whole thing. She told CBS she believes students selected the movie, but the teacher should have double-checked. She wouldn't even need to double-check. She just could have checked for about eight seconds. She just thought, oh, it's just way to poo on it. The kids will like this. Idiot. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, contains extremely graphic kill scenes in which Pooh and Piglet smash a victim's head with a sledgehammer, decapitate a person, and feed a lady into a goddamn wood chipper. Wow. See? Yeah, this is why I'm like... I, uh, 
People get pissed at me because I talk to these school teachers nowadays like they're fucking stupid. This is why. This is why. I know they're not paid shit. They don't give a shit, most of them. And the days of wanting to shape and mold young minds is over. Why? They get paid less than they ever have. They have to remember 1,300 fucking pronouns, and they got to deal with this Generation Z trash. I'm not saying they're all bad, but damn, you guys got some fucking problems. And it's mostly because, you know, the weirder millennials were the ones that everybody listened to. We're not all like this, okay? I was made in the 80s. I got my ass whooped with my own shoe one time. Yeah, we're not all that bad. But <laughs> the only ones, the only millennials that people paid attention to were the wackos. And it's starting to show. Sporadic, sporadic use of fucking shit, by the way, on that movie. Movie's tagline, which you didn't even bother to look at. This ain't no bedtime story. Yeah, based on, <laughs> I haven't seen the movie yet. I want to. Everybody hates it, which means I'm probably going to like it. <laughs> she told CBS in the aftermath of the incident, the school was actively monitoring its students and had a mental health counselor to meet with those who were upset by the film. Those poor kids, you fucking piece of shit. Please tell me that this teacher is getting her ass fired. Maybe even facing charges. I don't see anything on there like that. Did you know, though? Listen to this. This will blow your mind. In elementary school... It's you know all elementary schools in Florida they rank in the top twelve percent based on test scores, high school preparation and graduation metrics. Isn't that crazy? So you got to ask yourself where does the birth of the Florida man actually start? It has to be post school, right? I swear it's something in the water, or maybe I mean, does the government hand out meth at graduation ceremonies or something? Oh, yeah, that blew my mind, that test score thing. I was like, wow. So people become true Floridians after school age, it appears. This is from Fox 59. Muncie, I can't believe it, showing little kids blood and honey, piece of shit. Muncie woman steals car from dealership to drive to exotic dancer interview in Indianapolis. <laughs> she needs a job. She's got to get there, right? How is she going to pay off her court fees if she can't get to the interview? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, police claim a Muncie woman didn't know what the big deal was about stealing a Kia, and that's what's funnier. She was completely like, what? From a car dealership in order to allow her to drive to Indianapolis for a job interview to be an exotic dancer. Uh, okay, 20-year-old. Okay, now, now things are starting to make sense. Sorry, but your guys' generation fucking sucks. Acted like this whole thing was a joke. Didn't understand that she was going to be arrested for it. Yeah, because she thought that since she needed something done, she's so awesome and special, right, that she could just take a car because she needed it. <laughs> Police learned of the theft from a 2013 Kia Optima on Monday after an employee at RDI Motors, and, and she got a piece of shit like Kia Optima, too. Huh. The plot thickens a little bit, you know, because if you were to steal a car, if you got to get from A to B and you got to take something... I would, I would take like a Corvette or something. <laughs> but she took a 2013 Kia Optima? Okay. Well, she may, <laughs> there might be a little uh, marble rattling around in that paint can. You know, maybe just one. But that's all I'm going to give her. The employee told officers that Shelton came to the dealership and asked to look at the Kia. The employee had been preparing the car for a test drive, but said the phone kept ringing. The employee reportedly told Shelton to wait a moment while he answered the phone yet again. She drove off with the fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Used the flock system to track the stolen car. Spotted it on cameras going southward toward Indianapolis and then later returning to Muncie. Did she bring the car back? Uh, she filled out a form on the dealership's website to buy another vehicle prior to stealing that Kia. <laughs> what is going on in her head? Okay, so she wanted to go to an interview to be an exotic dancer in Indianapolis. Gotta go where the money is, right? What happened to the car after she left it at the mall parking lot? She said she just kept she kept saying that she saw it on some bitch's Snapchat. What? Police asked what happened to the car after she left it at the mall parking lot. She said just kept saying that she saw it on some bitch's Snapchat. I don't know what that means. I can't decipher that. So take that what you will. Maybe it's a lack of sleep. Maybe it's too much coffee or not enough. Could be both simultaneously. But I don't understand one fucking thing that lady said. According to the investigator who interviewed Shelton, she did not understand what she was going to be arrested for since she did not have the vehicle any longer. Oh, oh. So I could break into Fort fucking Knox and just take a gold bar. Just to say that I could walk, you know, just to walk around with one for a day. Maybe chip a little bit off of it, you know, just to get me a little bit of drinky drinky or, you know, some Big Mac or something. But I bring it back. Like, why would I get arrested? Why? I brought it back. Here it is. It's right here. You guys know where it is. That logic right there. Two and a half years in prison if convicted, by the way, for her thing. Oh, Fort Knox? Oh, hell no. Nope. <laughs> They're going to tell everybody that you ran away. They're going to say that you uh, evaded capture, when in reality, they actually sent you to Mexico, to one of the worst prisons in Mexico. They put all kinds of burritos up your ass there. <laughs> Don't tell me the government's never done anything like that either. This is from WIMS. Whims. Whims. Hardy's employee charged for using customer card numbers to bail out jail inmates. Jeez. What, what is wrong with you? A yeah, it's a whole group of them. A whole group of Hardy's employees. Wow, you guys look like real fucking winners, too. Hardy's, what is your deal? These people look like the after photos of, you know, that meth, like anti-meth propaganda shit. You know, the truth movement. These are the people that you're hiring. These these sacks of shit were making food. Wow. Someone needs to look into Hardee's. I mean, it's 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 frightening. I know these are mug shots. It's not the most flattering thing. But I mean, this this is downright frightening. It looks like it's one, two, three, four, it's nine people, and it's laid out in a three by three grid. All the mug shots. It looks like you know the Brady Bunch just really, really went downhill. <laughs> uh, I'm never going to Hardee's again. Along with others, have been charged after yeah, group of Hardee's employees with other people. There are accomplices have been charged after police uncovered a scheme in which money taken from customers' credit-slash-debit card numbers were used to bail out jail inmates. Laporte County Sheriff's Office says last month, Laporte County Jail Commander Captain Andrew Hahn, along with other members of the jail administration, noticed suspicious irregularities funds on some inmates' accounts. Track that shit down. The Hardys. <laughs> But yeah, the inmates were bonding out of the jail almost immediately and leaving with the remaining balance on a jail-issued debit card. Wow, that's a hell of a scam. So, oh, geez. You want to know how much? $14,700. The victims who originally went to purchase food at the Hardee's 
are working to have their financial institutions have the funds returned to them. Wow. And I'm glad that they included a list of the people uh, worked at Hardee's and what they were arrested for. All of them. Conspiracy to commit fraud, fraud, criminal organ organizational activity. These are all felonies, by the way. One of them being a fucking level six. Earlier this week, members of the Warrants Division and Fugitive Apprehension Street Team, fast, ooh, I like it, along with the assistance of U.S. Marshal, ooh, shit, the U.S. Marshals got involved in that? Man, U.S. Marshals are going to fuck you up. <laughs> you don't want to mess with the U.S. Marshals. They're still as badass as they've ever been. If a U.S. Marshal walks in on you and quietly closes the door, you might as well just fucking kill yourself. <laughs> That's crazy. So they were using the debit card numbers and credit card numbers of customers who just came in for food. Nice. Real good. That's real good. I mean, look at the people that you fucking hired. I hate to be judgmental, but damn. Where did you find these people? Fucking rehab clinic? Frightening. It's from Fox 9, KMSP. Minneapolis police officer outed as OnlyFans model after pulling over a subscriber. <laughs> really? <laughs> cool. A Minneapolis... <laughs> You know what's kind of funny is that we've totally accepted as a society, not saying I have, I think it's fucking disgusting, but we've totally accepted as a society, people having OnlyFans accounts, women saying that they want to be respected and empowered for the, you know, for what they are and all that, but then stuffing a piece of lycra up their ass and dancing to shitty music on the social internet for everybody to fucking see. But I don't, you know, like, that's okay. But have you noticed there's a big stigma surrounding OnlyFans? Man, you do whatever the hell you want. There's teachers getting in trouble for OnlyFans. Police officers. They're not showing it to the fucking kids. They're not wearing an OnlyFans. They're not selling merch in the classroom. You know? Why is this such a big deal? It's totally okay to see a fucking... Uh, I'm not kidding you. A 76-year-old... I saw this on Instagram. 76-year-old woman twerking in a see-through dress, not wearing panties on, by the way. Have you seen that trend? Yeah, talk about trends. There are people showing their fucking labia on social media. Labia. And then I get banned on Instagram for calling somebody... Aaron, I know you don't like this word, but you know, just for the sake of telling the story properly, forewarning, <clears throat> I called somebody a retard on Instagram, and I get banned for 30 days. But it's okay to show off your fucking pussy lips? Really? But I don't know what the, the, you know, that's okay. But OnlyFans, we give people shit for OnlyFans. You got the body for it, do it. Even if you don't have the body for it, do it. There's something out there for everybody, man. If you're if you're a bit voyeuristic, if you dig that kind of shit, I don't know why people are getting like so lambasted over it. Anyway, police officer. Uh, being investigated by the police department to determine if she broke any police policy or guidelines. How the fuck would that break any policy or guidelines? It's on her own time. She's doing her own thing. I, I don't see how that's a problem. Is she wearing her fucking badge? See what I mean? It's so weird. Why are we okay with people acting like whores on social media, but whenever you start getting paid for it, oh, that's not cool. Well-respected cop has been wrecked. See, like, even the news, how they say it. They gotta say, well-respected cop. How they word shit like that? It's partially the news' fault, by the way. Has been recognized for her police work. Now she's in hot water for her side jobs. Exactly what it is. Fucking side job. Only fans. The driver says she's in the fourth precinct officer, have sex and post explicit videos. The driver, yeah. She pulled over a subscriber. 
go to the VIP, see the videos over. I guess husband, I guess that's who it is. They do full on sex videos, the driver said. Wow. Well, ran an OnlyFans site that offers a range of adult content, including pornography, customized videos for an undetermined period. The police chief has confirmed that investigation is underway. You, th that's bullshit. You shouldn't even have to investigate that. That's crazy. All we're talking about is you know, naked pictures behind a paywall, and nobody should have any issue. The mayor even came out and said, I don't have a problem with this. But the chief has a bee in his bonnet. That's crazy. Yeah, OnlyFans. So, if uh, you have any kind of respectable anything, career, whatever, at all, I guess don't join OnlyFans. Because, yeah, you can show your labia on social media. You can, like another thing that I saw on Instagram just a couple days ago, buy a pair of skin-tight Christmas-themed leggings, stuff the back of it all the way up the crack of your ass, and twerk to Nicki Minaj. That's okay, though. Why? Because you're probably because probably, you're not getting paid for it. Anyway, I'll catch you guys later. <laughs> That's all we got. <laughs> this world is fucked. <laughs> remember to go. <laughs> remember to check out the description of this episode that you're listening to. You're going to see a lot of cool stuff on there. A lot of linkages, including our Patreon account. We're going to everything from bonus episodes, giveaways at certain tiers, ad-free episodes, all kinds of shit. So check it out. Shout out to the patrons, by the way. The Conkle Homestead YouTube channel, Donald Haynes, Dillagaff, Kristen Belt. I appreciate you guys. The show would not run if it wasn't for you. I'm serious, man. It really wouldn't. But thank you. Uh, there's no price of admission to listen to No Disclosure, but putting in that little extra like you do, I certainly do appreciate it. So I will catch you guys later. Yep, that is all we got. Whoo! Ugh. Ooh, done. Another one in the books. Thank you, Florida. You always come through for me. <laughs>